Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable with Dangelo. We are here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things of pop culture that you consume. But the stuff you're insatiable for, the stuff you find truly bingeable. This, as you can tell, is going to be a messy episode. Okay, you guys, this energy that we are bringing tonight is frantic. It is out there. It is not like last week's, which was very ASMR. Everybody's like, it was so comforting here. You just talk by yourself. This week, um, I don't know if we're going to be there. So we are going to be discussing a lot of the things that are going on in the Bravo universe. Vanderpump Rules is still hitting right now. Jersey is like doing okay. Beverly Hills has craziness going on. We also have Love is Blind. Netflix dropped like five episodes this week. Now they're going to be dropping one episode a week, which I'm kind of not into. But um, so we're going to discuss like the first five episodes. Spoiler alert, you guys. We are not holding our tongues. And um, we'll discuss a few other things. Before we get into all of that, I do want to do a little bit of housekeeping here. This episode does come out before Sunday, April 2nd. We are doing the Joe Whitaker Happiness Tea Dance. We are having a special memorial celebration of life for the man that was Joe Whitaker. You know, those dill parties and all the other things that he left in his legacy. But um, we want to come together, celebrate him, remember, tell a couple stories and whatnot. So at one o'clock at April 2nd at Moe's Universe, we're going to be doing a special GGTV live podcast recording. They usually have this every first and third Sunday there at Moe's Universe. Glitz Glam and Chad Michaels go in and they have their podcast. And um, this week, they're going to be dedicating that over to Joe. So we're going to be telling some different stories, just remembering him and just, you know, talking about other things that are just kind of going on right now in the world. And then they're going to be popping into at two o'clock. We have DJ Max Bruce stopping by along with Kixie, uh, Vixen Styles, Paris Akomi Max, Chad Michaels. They're going to be delivering some nice um performances and whatnot and we're also having a tea dance that afternoon so come give a hug to somebody let's remember him this is a place that i know that we a lot of people have not had a chance to like kind of you know have some closure and that sort of thing it's just the first place that he threw a party so we're gonna be doing one there kind of you know in his uh in his honor so we do encourage you do find a ticket link for that in my bio in the episode description there is no cover. We are just asking for RSVP so they know what to expect. Please do arrive early because we do plan on being at capacity. Okay, that's enough of the housekeeping. Let's get into the reality. Let's get into the muck and mire. And we have to discuss something right now that is like becoming a pop culture revolution because it looks like a Ryan Murphy television show. It looks like a reality show and it is not. It is real life, if we want to call it that. And that would be the Gwyneth Paltrow trial girl <laughs> are you watching this are you aware of this what are your thoughts yeah i am watching it i am aware of it i am loving it <laughs> it like happened by accident we were um we were in palm springs this past weekend to for a friend's birthday party and um there was a day you know like in between you gotta like watch tv catch up so you know like 
his brother's TV had like the regular TV on and it was the trial that was spanning. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm watching it and I could not stop watching it. Like I couldn't get into putting something else on. I was glued to watching the trial because I didn't know it actually was happening to begin with. I didn't knew it happened because it happened during the pandemic when everything was kind of, you know, hush hush. Cause even the lawyer at some point was like, you know, we did this in Zoom so we never got to meet. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is it is definitely very interesting to me and I'm loving it just because, you know, I love a good courtroom drama. So <laughs> <laughs> This is like scandal, like times a thousand. I cannot wait for, you know, because, you know, Law and Order, my other show that we talk about a lot over here, but um, yeah. I know that Law and Order is going to be doing a, a whole episode based on this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for so, sure. Absolutely. That's where they get inspiration um, it, from is from things that really happened. So it. It's crazy too, like because like the Guardian's doing like a whole like fashion expose on what she's wearing each day. You know what I mean? Like this is like <laughs> the, there is so much going on with this. But um, for those of you guys who are not like in the pop culture zeitgeist and whatnot, so in 2016, Gwyneth Paltrow was in a skiing accident where a man ran into her, or did he? She ran into him. That's the whole thing there right now is the whole speculation that's going on, and so um, I cannot remember this man's name. Does it really matter? It's just it's a farce. This whole entire trial, and he's trying to like sue her for like three billion dollars or something crazy, and then she's countersuing him for one dollar just to prove a point. Very very uh, Taylor Swift of her, which they bring up in the trial too. Like, did you see the whole thing? Was like, have you ever sent Taylor Swift a gift? And they're like, Your Honor, relevance. (laughs) And I'm like, Well, I watched Law and Order too. I know what he said. Relevance. <laughs> this was not brought up in discovery. Like I know these buzzwords. Like oh. I will use them. <laughs> oh, the the lawyers are definitely lawyering right now. It is really funny because, like you know, her defense team is like very like you know what is the point of this? Where are we going with this? But the judge is like, no, I'll hear it. I'll hear it. I'll hear. It. And I was like, look at the judge trying to get all the tea here. I kind of love it though. Like I'm like, this is great. So. And, well, uh, it tells you too to like watch your text messages because like after something happens, like watch what you text your friends because it will absolutely. come up at trial. Like when he texts his daughters, <laughs> I'm gonna be famous because I ran into one. I mean, like come through, stupid idiot. Like, but it's something that yeah. we all now know. Like, make sure that you watch yourselves. Absolutely, Ugh. everything gets recorded for sure, one hundred percent. So, but they're doing a great job and I like it. So uh, Gwyneth seems annoyed the whole time though. You know, like she's just like, she's over it. She doesn't want to answer any of the questions really. Like she's like, why are we doing this? But she's doing it. I heard though that she didn't go down to like the 3 million that he kind of just went down to $300,000, I think. And people are like, well, well, why wouldn't she just write a check then at that point? Like, cause you know, the girl got money. It's not like she ain't got no money. <laughs> girl that's giving the 300,000. Like, it's it's like done. to prove a point though. You know what I mean? It's like, she's like doing sure. something right now to just kind of like do, you know, but in all honesty though, like it almost like, there's almost like a tinge of like a twinkle in her eye. Like she's sort of enjoying this. And it's oh, like, sure. is this, so, is this how she feels alive? You know, remember like when Nona Ryder was stealing shit and now Gwyneth Powell was like, <laughs> oh, like trial, like it's the same kind of energy. Like it's giving the same, it's giving the same she, energy. Like they she both. Is. Maybe that's what she's doing. That's what she likes. You know, her kids are kind of grown now. She doesn't really need to like 
mom so much anymore so she needs to do something fun for herself <laughs> this is research for her next try for her next like role you know what i mean who, like who, if she gets a role after this i don't know some people might be like i'm not gonna work with that crazy oh again. my so, god <laughs> you know ryan, ryan murphy's right now writing the next season of like oh, all the politician so. you know he yeah, is like for her i really hope that they um the SNL gets their hands on this, but I don't know if they will because I know uh, Quinta is hosting this upcoming Saturday. So I don't know if there's really like a part in there for her to play or anything, but if they get their hands on this, this will just be amazing. Like I will live for it. <laughs> oh, they have to, cause it's, it's too good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that Chloe yeah. is, gonna, is like right now, like working on this. So this oh. happened in 20, 2016. <laughs> um, the, it, sh- Terry Sanderson, a retired optometrist, sued her over a ski crash in 2016. Sanderson claimed that she injured him during the crash, but Paltrow says it was Sanderson who skied into her, and it's countersuing. But people haven't really cared about who hit who. They've cared about Paltrow's nonchalant response to how she felt about the crash. Well, I lost half a day of skiing. I mean, come on. Yes, yeah. No, but then she also said that they were saying it could be a sexual assault because that, like, she he bumped into her he backed into her and then she was saying that her legs were spread apart and that she was hearing grunting noises but i'm like if you crashed into someone you would probably grunt though wouldn't she you would make some sort of noise well, that it's... might be of a sexual nature maybe <laughs> i don't know or you're just like oh <laughs> you know what i mean like when you're like when you're... Uh, yeah yeah wait, wait. <laughs> 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 okay, Gwyneth, did he make this noise? Oh, yeah. Like, did yeah. he do that? <laughs> she was like, get out of me. Get out. <laughs> Gwyneth, can you please make the noise that he made? Oh, yeah. He did oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Okay. You guys, oh, we're just, this, we're, this is all alleged. He never said, oh, yeah. Okay, he never said that, you guys. <laughs> no, and then, um, so we ended up leaving because we were like, okay, we need to go to the bar, right? But it was right at the point where they were like, okay, they're like, we know we did this over Zoom, but can you get up and reenact? what actually happened and then like the the judge was like the lawyers everyone up here and they have like all the lawyers go like you know to the stand and they're talking but they weren't mics you know so mm-hmm. you can't hear what they're talking about and then they break and then it went to commercial and i was like okay we got to get to the barracks otherwise we're not gonna have fun tonight but i was like no i, I want to see this reenactment if they decided they would agree and act what happened i was like well they ended up drawing it out you know that they ended up drawing okay. it yeah, like so they did so okay but but wasn't it very much like when the lawyers went all to go like discuss that you know like the reenactment didn't it yes. look kind of like how they all like went over into like the corner and just started shuffling around wasn't it very okay remember the peanuts christmas special when all the kids go and, <laughs> yes and they decorate the tree really really fast yeah. with stuff all from, the like, hands like move really uh, fast yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's very much the energy they were giving so it's just it's such a farce it's amazing so let's it's see. So crazy. Thing. Yeah. Uh, who knows when this is going to actually be determined? It's seven yeah. years. It's been seven freaking years. I'm waiting for them to bring That's up. That's insane. Money. So they're not. To, I know that the kids have testified though now too. And so the kids have testimony. And today I was watching little snippets of it because it's like all over Instagram and everything. And mm-hmm. so they're bringing like the guy that was talking about it and. First of all, this this case is messy from day one because everyone has denied things that they have said multiple times in their depositions. Like they're like, you said this in your deposition, like Gwyneth, other witnesses. So the guy today was calling him out saying that you called my client a King Kong coming out of the jungle. Did you refer to her as Godzilla? <laughs> and the guy was like, I never said that. He's like, it's in your deposition. So now you're lying <laughs> to me. 
Like they're catching everyone lying now, which is just the craziest thing to me. It's like, you guys did say this, they have it in your deposition. Like even the lawyer told Gwyneth Paltrow, like when she was so annoyed with her, she was like, you said this, it's in the deposition. So did you say this? Yes or no. And then she's like, I don't recall, but she's like, no, but you said it. <laughs> this is the problem with, with like the, in, the, in this era post Trump, you know what I mean? That everybody can just kind of like, act like yeah. no I didn't, I didn't mean what i said it's okay we're gonna sideline right here because this, this is a perfect transition into the next topic we're gonna talk about but this is very much like when katie maloney from vanderpump <laughs> rules okay so we're gonna talk we're going to talk about vanderpump rules right now but this is the energy of katie maloney <laughs> being drunk with sheena saying i don't care if he dates anybody else sheena then pushing Raquel and Schwartz together and then Katie saying I don't care what I said I didn't mean what I said <laughs> first it's, of all Katie Maloney is this messy AF let's get that out there like I've never been a Katie fan <laughs> I'm not a Katie fan but the thing is is every so often you kind of realize Katie was kind of the right one you know what I mean like you're just kind of like but she's so like mopey and she puts herself in such weird rapping you know what i mean that you're just kind of like yeah. I, can't, I can't be on this like yeah okay. i always feel like katie was always like the filler queen i still feel like she's the filler queen i feel like the only way she ever got main story is when they got married and now she's getting main storyline because of the divorce being so messy so yeah i mean like it's that but it's like she never knows how to put herself together like those pink shorts yeah. that she was wearing <laughs> and then like like it's those pink rubber shorts when they when she was having that meeting with the lady about the uh about the, the sandwich shop and how there's no other <laughs> san sandwich shops named after girls and they didn't even call it a yeah. girl's name they just said something about her and it's like yeah. there's no other female girls you know there's jersey mics and all these and then they just like yeah so what is your girl name? Something about her. And it's like, that, that, like there's, there's nothing about something about her that makes me want to go eat that sandwich. You know what I mean? Like what is, what is, what is provided in this experience where I'm supposed to go in like Subway, pick my sandwich, get my stuff and get the hell out of there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what about something about her? That is quote unquote, the name of this shop. Also right. Katie, Katie Maloney, let's talk about when they say pool party right in valley village i think okay pool party so throw on some shades throw on a bright colored top something to swim in whatever why is katie maloney showing up like the little girl on a fancy box of cookies like she's wearing <laughs> that polka dot dress and that straw beret like <laughs> <laughs> remember they, they were like they're like katie in paris i was like no it's not katie in paris i'm so sorry this is so far from katie in paris like it katie, is katie. though it is giving that energy of like she thought she was emily in paris for the day you know no, no, she watched it that morning and she put that on you know it's giving katie in paris california p-e-r-r-i-s okay <laughs> not p-a-r-i-s sorry sis no. Katie, Katie, Katie in Paris, Texas. <laughs> right. you're, you're not even give, you're not even giving me Katie in Paris at fucking Las Vegas. Okay, you're not giving me that. <laughs> oh, it's such a mess. But okay, are you loving Vanderpump Rules right now? Because it's it kind it's of like so good right now. It's really we're good. Like, for the Easter myself, eggs. <laughs> I'm finding myself like wanting to watch it. Like if I don't watch it like the night of, I'm watching it definitely like you know tomorrow, like next day. So. Mm -hmm. 
I'm making it a point to watch it just because it is more interesting. So good for them for getting us back on the wagon. And you know, the fact that all of this is happening in real time with the scandal, the scandal of it all, everything happening and Bravo having the cameras there and everything, like it just makes it even that much more interesting. And the ratings have gone up too, like E! News as well, like the ratings have gone up since it's first aired. They it's Truman that. Show. It's Truman yeah. Show all of a sudden. Like this is the oh one God. that... This is the one that feels 100%. the most it feels the most real out of all the Bravo universe stuff like this one feels the most real and raw, even though they're like put into these situations and, and whatnot. But like this one, it it just it has a, it's hitting different Vanderpump rules like it was already like a good season and it was energetic. And then now yeah. since the Raquel Rachel Scandival situation, like now you're watching it with like another like like james like james dj james kennedy's rose tinted glasses you're watching it with another pair of glasses on and you're just kind of like oh like where are all the hints and like when you're seeing like yeah there's an extra layer too like when sandoval is sticking up for raquel you're like oh really you know what i mean like you just <laughs> like all these like these like little things okay i have like yeah. all these different like things that i wrote down so just like pop them anywhere we're not doing like a recap but these are just the things that i've thought about Lala is being super mean for someone who told everybody proudly that she ate Randall's ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think, like, here's the thing like, I love Lala. She's been my favorite from the get go. But this season, something's a little off about her. Like, I don't She's like mean. She, she She's mean. mean. She's, oh, She's always been mean. She was mean that day that she told Raquel. She was like, she's always thought you were a dumb bitch before my dad died. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's been mean <laughs> since she came in season three. When she came in and she says, and she told Katie when she came in and she, they, they showed a clip of it. Looks like not everybody's working on their summer bodies. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was amazing. That was like, great. Like, we, we love that. Well, bro, that was right? a but thing. The, but when, when Lala first came in, she was like this underdog. She was like the pretty, you know, hostess that everybody yeah. was just loved to trash on. But yeah. Lala, Lala's now like a lioness. Lala is like up there yeah. in like the cast. So when yeah. she comes down on other people, it just feels mean, mean, mean. Yeah. And even though we don't like love Raquel and now we have this extra layer of like what Raquel, yeah. the, the dirty di business that Raquel's doing. Yeah. It still makes me uncomfortable sometimes because it's like, yeah. well, stop bullying her because like it's all gonna come up, yeah. just because you don't like this girl. And and it, and Lala got lucky because she would have looked like such a bully this season. Like I think people would have really came after her. But now yeah, that what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. But now that Rachel is now the is the villain. It's kind of giving Lala a nice little pass, so she needs to ex needs to enjoy that. But like, and yeah. also like Lala, you were a mistress. Like, just yes. deal with it. And if you weren't a mistress for Randall because he told you that they were separated and blah blah blah, so if you were under a misunderstanding, I understand that. But you still fuck James, so this still does make you a mistress. So it's just yes. what. It yeah, she needs to own that. And that is really what's frustrating too, is for someone that does have such self-awareness or someone that claims to be so self-aware that she is lacking that, right? She's not giving herself that credit to be like, okay, is what they're saying maybe hurtful? 
fine. Yes, it's hurtful, but it's true. And you need to be able to move on with that though. And she's not. And that's Mm -hmm. what's kind of annoying to me because if someone said something bad about me and I knew it was true, I would live with it and I would make fun of it myself, right? So she needs to take that energy and turn that into that so we can learn to love her again. So Very that, very that. Okay, another thing. Schwartz isn't as isn't as cute as Schwartz used to be like I think I think that we're all kind of remembering how cute Schwartz was when we first started watching the show and now he's like always like in a hat and glasses and all this other stuff to kind of hide him and Mm -hmm. then like in this most recent episode he's all like you know oh I can't look at myself without a shirt on and blah 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 and I'm thinking like to myself I'm like bitch you still look better than me you know objectively and you know what I mean like I don't hate (laughs) I don't hate myself my body's not a bad thing or a good thing you guys it's just what it is but like the thing is is like he is still like just he's he's got a dad bod now so he's not like looking bad but my thing though is is like he's got a little bit okay pardon me and even inside of like his interviews allegedly he's got a little meth mouth do you know what i mean <laughs> like it's it's like a little pink it's a little red like his, <laughs> his his lips are a little bit chapped like around his nose is a little bit something and it's a little meth mouthy <laughs> and so i'm just saying alleged you know what i mean but like just like take take a closer look y'all like like tell me like there isn't something dark going on under the surface of Vanderpump Rules. And I think we used to all, like, we've known that they've always been, like, abusive to, like, Adderall and cocaine because they're such heavy drinkers. You know what I mean? They never drank yeah. on, they never drink on an empty nose, you know? But, like, <laughs> I mean, that that is this cast. But, like, yes. even it when you, sw- cast. <laughs> but when you swing over the way that, um, James was acting, you know, in Mexico. I'm telling you guys, we're all over the place. But how the way that James was acting at like at Katie's at Katie's bridal shower, when you know he had like a couple drinks and he's acting all crazy with the plates and all that kind of thing, and like they're trying to not make it a big deal, but it's like something's up. And like and the way that he flew off the handle at this guy who allegedly just like came up to him and said, "I know you." Yeah, it's just like it's very. Um, I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't, it just feels like there's a dark layer that we have not yeah, discovered. That makes, that makes sense though that you say that though, because it, you do, like you said, you do see it in his self-appearance, how he is just like putting on the hats and this. And I mm-hmm. mean, maybe it's that he's overworked, you know, because he's trying so hard to get this restaurant to open and it's that, committed. yeah. But, but like, also, you know, just like I do and everybody else who works in the, in like some kind of hospitality industry, the kitchen is where some demons lie. You know what I mean? That's that, <laughs> <laughs> like like kitchen like yeah. the chef the people in the kitchen those people know how to find drugs they know how to they know where it is they usually have some like that's just what it is <laughs> and like and this man now is the king of the kitchen because he got a kitchen because he got a whole because he got like two rest- <laughs> two restaurants that's that's two ways into his nose i'm just yeah. saying like yeah, allegedly, no, absolutely. allegedly. okay <laughs> let's talk about the other tom real quickly as well so now yeah. we know that tom sandoval is just like a complete asshole jerk you know yes yeah okay I mean, he always kind of was right i mean i never we never thought that tom but, sandoval was like a prince 
But isn't it worse now that he has a mustache? Like, tell me it's not worse. The mustache, is, the, the mustache does not work for him. I love the Ariana love that and said, hey, I need you to keep this mustache because I'm loving the whole Top Gun thing that was going on that summer. And so the mustaches worked. Mustaches work on some guys and they don't. You know, like as much as I loved having a mustache, I was told it doesn't look great on me by other guys. I would, I even didn't get hired for go-go gigs because promoters would be like, do you have your mustache or your beard? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so ridiculous. You have to learn to accept that, hey, this isn't working for me, so I'm going to move on and keep what works for me. (laughs) Tom Sandoval's mustache, for me, is giving me the energy of somebody who rides a unicycle, right? Like, it's just, (laughs) it's very circus, it's very, like, I bet you... It's like, I bet you he juggles. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's, it's giving me, like, selling you drugs in Puerto Vallarta on the beach. That's what it's giving me. <laughs> it's that. It's it's giving me... It's giving me a little bit of that. It's giving me a little bit... Um, I've watched a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean, and I'm just trying this <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying this out, but here we go. I just... I don't like it, Tom Sandoval. Just shave it off. And the other thing, too, is I kind of feel like it's almost going to be, like, next season. Watch. If he gets another season... He's gonna yeah. shave. He's gonna shave it off, and he's gonna act like, yeah. it, like he's gonna act like the mustache was Tomas, and it was like his Sasha Fierce, and it made him act out. And like yeah. now, now he's good Tom again because he's gonna be shaved. Just wait. I bet you that's gonna be part of his narrate narrative next year. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna put a little dot in that. This right now, we are recording this on March twenty eighth, <laughs> and I'm telling you, March twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. I'm telling you, in twenty twenty four, Tom Sandoval is going to shave off that mustache, and he's going to blame it for his personality. Um, <laughs> these are just thoughts, but anyways. <laughs> um, and then I had here, Katie is dressed like the little girl from the cookie box. Um, just, yeah. She was so brave for wearing that to a pool party. She looked <laughs> she looked very like 1996, though, didn't she? Like, yeah. it, it, it gave that energy. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? I feel like Rachel is somebody who needs long hair. Are you talking about Rachel or Raquel? Same girl. She's the same, same girl. girl okay. it's, supposed <laughs> like, to be Ra- it's supposed to Ra- be Rachel, but she was calling herself Raquel this whole time. Yeah, Rachel is Raquel. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's okay. kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like Lauren from Utah is Lala. They're the same person, but like they try to act like they're different. I don't mind like, the short. I don't mind the short hair on her. I think the short hair looks good on her. Um, the only thing I have a problem with is, and I know me and you have talked about this personally, is she does stand up for herself, but like she is such the like. You know, she's going up against all these all-stars and she's going up against all these girls. So she is standing up for herself, which I do love, but her voice still gets very shaky. She's very nervous. And you can, <laughs> and you can hear that she's scared. And it's like, girl, like even her confessionals sometimes. I mean, I think maybe that's what stopped her from making it, you know, into the Miss America <laughs> pageant is that they're like, okay, she's very pretty because I don't see why she wouldn't win based on her looks alone. But imagine that talking with that shaky voice, like, you're not confident. I don't want you to represent California. <laughs> I think I would be a good representation of California because, like, she is a little scared all the time, right? She's but scared when... all the time. I'm like, since you've been doing this for four seasons, fucking learn to work that mic pack, okay? Let's, Let's talk about, okay, wait. <laughs> the confessional let's just discuss it it wasn't this week but it was last week when she said when she said i've um 
I'm loving this new version of myself. And then she oh does a, God. and then she did a dab. Like yeah, she just. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> also, her, also her clothes, her, some of her outfit choices have been very questionable too. So a lot of the girls' outfit choices, I would have to say like Ali's dress I and mean, her confessional today was like a lingerie negligee from Victoria's Secret, which I don't know if that's like a thing, like lingerie oh. dresses, but it looked cheap. So. Okay, well, girl, this is Allie's first like half season. She don't got uh, no money. She don't got no money. She's Allie's new. Like okay, let's go. just. She needs to go. <laughs> here's the thing about Allie though. Allie is smart. Allie is Raquel 2.0. Since the beginning, she said, "I'm just like you," and now we're starting to see it. She is. She is taking over. She is smarter than Raquel, and she's also playing the game a little bit better. Like there was that moment. Okay. So like James has been so desperate to have her at this wedding, you know, all because Raquel's yeah. going to be there. It doesn't have anything to do with Allie. It's just Raquel. And yeah. I don't think James really loves Allie. He's appreciating her. And, but they're both using each other equally because she wanted on the show. She's a super fan. You can tell it, you can feel it. Remember when the yeah. mom was like, it wasn't an organic meeting between James and Raquel <laughs> because because Raquel, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, well, how did you guys meet? Well, my friend was saying they were taping for the show and they introduced me. To, like It was like the same exact thing, except for this girl was like, even like at the end of this episode when she was like, I'm not liking this other person of James that I'm seeing that's coming out. You know, it's like, yeah. bitch, you said that you watched the show, like that you knew this was going to happen. And not only that, but you're also enabling him because you're drinking with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's just yeah. it's, what kind of behavior you can accept around you at a certain time. It's just James wants her to go so bad to this wedding. Sheena yeah. finally agrees to like, okay, I'll make a spot for her at the reception. And then um, when he goes and he says something to her, she was like, good job. And I was like, oh, she really did play him. You know what I mean? Like she she did push him to get that invitation to the wedding. Like, yeah, I don't hate her for because I want to go to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> love, OK, y'all, if y'all having a wedding and if you are going to have like pasta at that wedding, especially buffet style pasta, I am there. I will totally. <laughs> I don't want to stay long, but whatever. Okay. I don't I, know. The, wedding, the wedding's in Mexico, though, girl, during the summer. Well, it's going to be like super hot. Are you really eating pasta while it's hot and humid? If I'm staying at a resort and there's air conditioning, I will have some free <laughs> pasta. Especially if I know that I'm not bottoming, I'm eating all the pasta. <laughs> it is about the pasta. It is about the pasta. It's um, about the pasta. <laughs> okay. I have a yes or no question for you. Okay. The question is Galaxy Lights? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> I'm going to say no, only because, yeah, I'm not really, I feel like if you have galaxy lights, like you're doing some psychedelics and, you know, nothing wrong with that. Like, I think we definitely all had our fair share during the pandemic. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to repeat an, alle <laughs> an alleged statement from earlier. <laughs> Meth mouth. Like, Meth mouth, yeah, absolutely. Like, that seems like it something does... you would do. It does give like very much like, okay, I'm going to go hook up with this guy and you show up at his house and there's like lights and everything. And then you realize this guy is on something and he did yeah. not disclose it to you before. And you're like, what's that pipe over there? Cause his galaxy <laughs> like shines on it. Like, it's like I have to leave. Um, 
but it's like, just I thought we would get a little cloudy. I thought we would get <laughs> Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't have favors, bye. Um but like like my nephew uses a galaxy light to go to sleep, you know what I mean? Like and his like has like a little musical tune to it, but it's just that's cute. Yeah. yeah, like if you're if you're a child, yes. If you're an adult, I don't know. I'm gonna to say no. I mean, yeah, he's he has one because he's on the spectrum and he's four years old. You know what I mean? It's that yeah. it's that situation. But um, I don't hate the galaxy light. I, I just I don't know. It's becoming like another character on the show, and I don't know if I like. Girl, that. she brought that, and you know, she could not put that in her carry on. She had to check her luggage for that. I'm sorry, no. Yes, I'm saying no to the galaxy light. Again, don't hate it, but she just probably had to check her luggage, okay? To go to Vegas from LA, which was a 45-minute flight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm done. Bye. Oh, no, but they didn't fly. They drove, remember? Oh, did they drove because they went to Havasu? I wasn't sure. Yeah, they, they, they drove. Remember, they... remember okay. she had to break down in the back of the car. You she know, did. They, she had to break they, down they, the back they of drove. the car. They they drove for that, so yeah, that's why she could take that galaxy light with her. But they okay. did that they checked her luggage because her and Schwartz had them in Mexico. Yeah. Um, okay, the Lala, Brock, and Sheena that was cute. Like they're like little, yeah, fam- their little <laughs> their little modern family that they're making. And then it actually is true that Sheena and Lala have bought houses next door, or Lala is buying or she's building the house next door to hey. sheena to sheena and palm desert they're really putting their houses together they oh they, that's cool yeah there really is like a real relationship there which i think is it's very cute now we just need like ariana like live in that community and just like have it up um yeah. a, another thing too rachel i keep calling her rachel raquel rachel it's the same raquel. person you guys um am i dead naming her i don't think so because it's not like she like really want like okay whatever anyways um <laughs> Her, I just had like a really breakdown inside my head. Um, but Rachel's gay, like that was like at like all the parties. Like if you notice him, like he's like the big bear with like the majorly big hat on and always like in like a matching ensemble, you know, top and pants. Um, and like he really hitched his wagon to her star, and we're noticing him a lot in the background of everything. But it's like he did, he wasn't enough to like pop to become a character, but he's like become her gay and all these different scenes and he's just yeah. becoming being very very noticeable so i'm just i cannot wait to see him at barracuda so whoever this gay is i'm so sorry that you were friends with rachel and that you did not pop <laughs> but i hope that you have a future in other tv endeavors um so that was my <laughs> comment to him uh we found out that lvp is not going to mexico which is something um yeah what else uh oh all this stuff though like i just have here that james just really wants to act like he doesn't love raquel and he just keeps on having all these little outbreaks about her and he's getting on Allie's nerves um yeah it was that okay here's another thing too is brock like pretty much everything brock does is a red flag you know what i mean like if <laughs> if you like if you if somebody told you like okay so there's this guy that i really like and he's got a wife and kids in australia he's never talked to in like seven years that's a red flag you know what i mean like there's all these red flags that when you hear them and one of the biggest red flags he enacted there at the resort in mexico 
And that is, I'm going to tell every single one of you, this is a message to every gay, every girl, every, if there's a straight guy listening to this podcast, you especially need to take this piece of advice I'm going to give you into your ears and marinate on it. And that is when you are on vacation with friends and you see said friends in the lobby of your hotel, you do not scream the name of the city as they walk in. So as <laughs> or the vent or the location you are. So as his friends are walking in and he has to scream, Mexico, <laughs> that's a red flag. Like if you go to <laughs> Vegas and you see you're checking in in Vegas and the girl next to you, all of a sudden her friends show up and they go, Vegas, don't. Those are people that are not your people. You walk away. That's a red <laughs> flag. Those are people you do not go to second location with. And the fact that Brock yells this as soon as they come into that, like, you know, they're in this lobby of this beautiful resort and he's screaming Mexico. It's like, you know, that every single person on that staff at that moment was like, oh, that's a problem right there. Watch that one. <laughs> like, you know it. So that is something that I'm just right now telling everybody that is listening. This is my piece of charity service. This is my Christian service. This is me doing something that Jesus wanted us to do, and that's helping others. And that is telling you not to scream the location of where you are to your friends when you're in that location. Okay. So that's that. Um, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. They're they're really giving Ariana the like heroes edit accidentally, yeah. and now that we know that we what we know, it's even better because it's like just yeah. even, it's even juicier. So I'm loving. She's doing she's doing great. So I really like her. Um, you know, she Excuse lost me. it this last episode. You know, she yelled at James, and I totally get where she's coming from because as a person that is so passionate and get mm -hmm. heated in arguments. I've learned this from my past, right? That like, either I can talk to people calmly and get my message effectively, or I can yell and I can be crazy and not get it to them at all. So I've been there. I think maybe a lot of us have been there in our life where it's like, you know what? You're not listening to me at all. I don't know what works on you anymore. So now I'm just gonna lose my shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> except, <laughs> except she's clear though. The thing about Ariana is that when she was like, I don't, I'm telling you, I don't like that he did it. And I don't like that you did it. That's where we, yeah. I mean, she's like, and I'm only yelling because I can't get through to you any other way. Like, I was just like, oh, like Ariana's getting the best fucking edit this and like even when her when ariana and katie find out that they got the restaurant that was like such a like yay moment like i was so excited for that <laughs> like like at yeah. that moment like i was like oh my god i want to shop you know what i mean i'm so happy when they let her <laughs> like it's 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 one of those Roby michelle i'm so happy when they let her shop moments um yeah. okay so any other thoughts about Van vanderpump as we move along I cannot wait for the rest of it to unfold. That's it. Like that mid-season trailer was everything. And mm -hmm. I am so excited that they happened like this. Like you said, it, it is Truman show. It's like, it's happening in real time. I can't, I can't wait to see the reunion because the reunion was so great. Like all the little stuff that we're seeing on Instagram. It is like, I am living for it right now. That's giving me everything that I need. My nipples are getting hard talking about it right now. Like, <laughs> they have to give everybody like two <laughs> weeks off and they get them to restart it right back on. Like they can't, they, they, they can't just like stop shooting now. Like they have to like right now, like let them all sit in it for like a month and then pick those cameras right back up because right now Absolutely. they have gold. 
Because if they if they let this go for too long, it's gonna all fizzle out, and everybody's gonna lose. Everybody's gonna lose their boner. So it's like leave it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Okay, real quickly before we jump into like Beverly Hills, um, I did listen to Kristen Doty's interview on the Vile Files, um, which is like the podcast, and so it's like an hour and a half long. It's a great interview. I mean, the fact that all the old Vanderpump rulers are like dining out on this, like this was a perfect catalyst for Stasi's like new tour. I just got a ticket master, you know, um, notice because because I go to enough <laughs> like stupid things like Juicy Scoop and like, you know, Drag Race and whatnot. Now it's telling me Stasi coming soon, you know, or like yeah. Stassi, whatever her live show but yeah. so she's dining out on this but Kristen Doty she went on Vile Files as a proxy of Ariana like Ariana like gave her permission to speak on her behalf on this show and so she breaks out a lot of things that we've all like seen like in the press and everything but um Kristen Doughty did record a couple episodes this season you know she's not allowed to talk about much but yeah. um just Kristen seems like she's had a lot of growth since she's been gone. So Kristen getting all of that extra therapy and this growth, but still being the same old Kristen, crazy Kristen inside. I cannot wait to see what kind of manipulation she pulls this next (laughs) thing when she comes through. So we, yeah, the next part of the season, like I said, is going to be so good. Like we're all going to be like, yeah, like you said, we're going to need them to pick cameras up in a month again and start filming to give us that. So it's sad. Yeah. And, and I really don't need to see Jackson anything. Like, I don't... Oh, him and Brittany did well on Watch What Happens Live. They they did a really good job, so I don't but know. But here's the and thing you... that... Here's the thing that we're not talking about, though, okay, is that, like, Jax... Tom being a bad guy doesn't make you not a bad guy. You guys are just both bad guys. Like, that's just Absolutely, what it is. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Jax is trying to be like, see, I told you guys he was bad. It's not just me, you know, and it's like, you're still bad. And not only that, but Jack, but the fact that Jax is now saying about all the girls that he knew Tom Sandoval had and yeah. Ariana was his bro, quote unquote. Yeah. Why, why didn't he push this to the forefront before? You know what I mean? So it just, it's more of Jax being Jax and just kind of gross. So That's true. I don't need to see him on the show anymore. I don't need Britney's rotten hell, Jax. <laughs> I don't, I don't need Britney on the show anymore. She was, she was the ultimate fan who got the ultimate prize. She got the hottest guy on the show. They can go away now and they can have their baby and whatnot. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's move on because we have a couple other things to keep on talking about before the show, okay. before we keep everybody on here for too, too long tonight. Okay, um, <laughs> Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you guys, it's right now it's currently shooting and there is so much coming out, you know, that is like leaking all over the place. Um, yeah. Now we have uh, confirmations that Kim Richards was shooting uh, scenes we have confirmation that Denise and Camille Grammer were both at a dinner and that Camille has shot several scenes now. And yeah. um, we also have confirmation that Cynthia Bailey from Atlanta Housewives is doing a little crossover friend action, which yeah. I really hope they bring her in as like a Garcelle friend because it would be great to see two black women. And I think it would be a good like pair. Um, yeah. But we have... She's also been on here. Larsa Pippen was also at that dinner. 
So let's see yeah. if she, let's see if she pops up because Larsa also has the connection with the Kardashians. It's a little bit weird that goes over there on that side. So it's just like, yeah, what was wrong with the show so far that now all of a sudden we're starting to see all these guest stars pop up? Like they are splitting well, up. Like I said, they're splitting up Lisa Renna's check and they're just paying all these extra. <laughs> well, like like when Lisa Renna did her exit interview though, like. They were like, "What do you think is going to happen at the show? Like that you're leaving the show?" And she's like, "I think Garcelle and Sutton are going to have to clock in." And I, she's absolutely right because if you think about the last couple of years that they've been on the show, these women haven't really done anything. They maybe stirred the pot, but haven't actually executed anything. You but know, they like haven't they been really allowed to do anything. But the they thing is, because everything. Yeah, so everything got caught in trouble last year. Like she came for Erica, you know, that, that whole thing where she was all like, I don't believe that you had me here because you were concerned about my drinking. She wasn't concerned about her drinking. She just wanted to call her out. That's what she wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Garcelle didn't, she didn't own that. So the thing is, like, Garcelle needs to start taking accountability for her behavior. And she doesn't do that. So when Lisa's like, Lisa Renna was like, hey, these girls need to clock in and do the dirty work. She's absolutely right. No one did dirty work better than Renna. And you know I'm a true Renna fan. No, so and, like... and I do appreciate that. But at the same time, for Renna to say that Sutton did not clock in for these last two seasons, there would have been no season without Sutton, Strack. I mean, she these was last a good punching seasons, bag, but she didn't the, really but do the thing is, But those girls had nobody else to go after. Because the thing is, is because you don't see Lisa Renna and Garcelle or you don't see Lisa Renna and Erica turning on Kyle and, and Dorit and all that sort of thing because they have yeah. their little they, they have their little group. So yeah. the thing is, is so they were picking off whoever they thought it was. And it's been Sutton these past two years and she's held her own. Like yeah. so. So for her to say that Sutton didn't clock in because Sutton did clock in. Sutton brought up the article. Sutton brought shit to the table you know yeah. what I mean? It just wasn't the stuff that those girls wanted her to bring. Yeah. So, so that, sure. that's the problem there. So for her to say that they need to clock in, I think that's a little something. The one who needs to clock in is Dorit. What the fuck is Dorit doing? Dorit, yeah, Dorit's house yeah, got in. broken into. She is not clocked in. She's the one who's just <laughs> sitting there collecting a check every every year because, you yeah. know, she needs it. But it's just well, she, um, she did give us puppy gate and panty gate. So I'll take that. No, <laughs> those are like two of the puppy gate was one of the worst things ever to happen. And we lost Lisa Vanderpump and the rebel. It was. It, what, that's true. It was we did so lose Lisa stupid. Vanderpump and the rebel and all that. Well, it's great, though, because, you know, Andy Cohen has said that Lisa Renna is just on pause right now. And I hope that's true because I want my girl to come back. Like you said, what's going on right now in the season that they've had to bring in all these old school people? We do have a new girl that has been confirmed. And that new girl is Anne-Marie Wiley, who is Marcellus Wiley's wife from the NFL. It's another beautiful Black girl, could be friend of Garcelle's. Um, so we're getting another woman of color on the show. Also, um, Claudine I hear she's actually one of the 13 or 14 friends that Crystal lost. That was a okay. point. Contingency. Yeah. I think that I think that that's who this um, who she's who she is, who Riley is. Yeah. And then we have Claudine Keene, who's a friend of Dorit's. And because, you know, I follow all the girls on Instagram, but she mm -hmm. tagged her in a post where they were at some birthday party. And they're like, Claudine Keene, happy birthday to you. Hashtag, um, you know, R-H-O-B-H. -H. So it's like, it seems like she's filming a little bit, but we don't know how present her role is going to be. I think they're just trying to keep things under wraps as far as introducing new housewives. But yeah, I think like you said, everyone's just getting along. It's a friend season. So now they need to have some drama and stir some shit in. So well, bringing in players like 
Camille will do a really yeah. good job. Well, the thing yeah. is, is you can have a friend season, like you can have a friend season, like in New York when they did the Mexico trips, you know what I mean? Like, like the later yeah. seasons where there was a little bit of adversity between Bethany and Ramona, but then they all went to like Mexico and it was like three of the best episodes. So you can have the good friendships if there's still action and some spice and if they're being funny, but the Beverly Hills girls aren't funny. Yeah. They're just, well, they're just, they're, they're fierce. You like watching them, but you don't really need to laugh along with them. You know what I mean? Like there's like little silly things, but, and they fall into the silly, but they're not, they're not intentionally funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they fall into the silly, like the shit, like with um toothless, not homeless, which was all Kathy Hilton. <laughs> and we're going to, and we lost Kathy Hilton because it looks like she's not really doing much. So yeah, it doesn't like, look like she's coming back. So it looks like I mean, for for Bravo fans, I think we lost right because a lot of people are like, well, if you fire Rena, we'll get to keep Kathy, and if you keep Rena, then we're gonna lose Kathy. We lost both these women. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no one's really winning right now. I mean, I love and that's like, Kyle's fault. It is all Kyle's fault. So it's all at least Kyle's we have fault. Erica Jane, and hopefully we'll get another season of her. But I think this might be her last one without Rena there. It's like you know who's her Thelma to her Louise, you know, because that's what they call each other. So I don't know who Erica's going to cling to, you know, in this group other than maybe Dorit, because she's kind and of burnt see, bridges. I think with a lot and of that kind people. of shows you too that Erica really isn't the boss, but she was. Rena was. Yeah. That just sure. it just it just remember like, like, when. She She's, first came on too. When Erica first came on, her and Rena got into a fight because Rena had said something because she was because Erica was friends with Yolanda. Remember, like her and Yolanda were the besties, and that's how we met. Erica was through Yolanda, and she stood up for Yolanda. And her and Rena had like the craziest fight. And I was like, how did these women become friends? Like after all yeah. that. So, but it worked out because remember, all the girls would even give her shit for wearing her cunt necklace and they're like oh i don't like that you're not a lady you're not this like and erica would stand up for herself i will agree for she has kind of lost that little bit of a fire um except for what you know everything has been related to the divorce and you know the taking of the money from the people and all that that's a lot for her to put it's on just, her plate but my thing is it doesn't it, that. it doesn't feel Sorry. genuine when, when erica bosses up it doesn't feel genuine anymore it just feels like she's putting on an act um, for sure. Okay. Be the bitch because we need you to be. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's talk about some thing else. We have to switch gears here. We have to get into the Bravo okay. at all. Again, we're switching from Bravo Universe. Let's talk Bye, about. Bravo. Let's go. Let's Bravo, go to now. Fucking Bravo. <laughs> I know. We could get into the whole Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip. We do that in the future because I need to talk right now about Love Is Blind season four. Oh my god! I watched it all like in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> it is we are up to season we were up to episode five in this episode in season four um yes. they got it more right so to speak like there's something that it's hitting it's hitting this season we got it's bad we got bad guys we have two we have a couple couples that we feel like are gonna make it we it's just it's it's giving it's totally giving the only thing i don't like is i don't think i hate to say <laughs> i don't think this cast is pretty there is like maybe two good looking people on this cast but for me all the girls are just 
not pretty. Like I would, I'm a gay man, right? But and I can appreciate mm-hmm. beauty in a woman. And if a woman puts herself together well through fashion, hair, and makeup, like I can be that. None of these girls are giving that for me at all. I'm like, you're so basic. Like get everybody's attra- everybody's attractive, <laughs> but nobody's like a leading person. But I still like I'm I'm into it. Okay, like the prettiest. Okay, so let's go through couples. Okay, so I'm just pulling this up on EW just so okay. I can go through the couples. But um. Yeah. We are right now, they are, everybody's engaged. We're going to kind of go into like the people and we'll kind of talk back and forth. So we're not really recapping. We're just going to kind of give our thoughts. But yeah. uh, we have Tiffany and Brett. So this is the. Um, I love I- Tiffany. Tiffany is the prettiest one of all the girls. And I do think Brett is the most attractive of the guys. I think they will make it as a couple. Absolutely. They are the two who right now I am rooting for. They feel like they have yeah. the best thing going on, except for when she fell asleep in that pod <laughs> i felt so bad i was like oh no she fell asleep girl I was like, and oh. i am so that girl because like that happens to me a lot like i fall asleep <laughs> on the couch all the time in the middle of like talking half the time and so like i just completely get it um they are the ones who i'm kind of starting to feel okay now we have a biracial couple who i think have something in them that can make this work you know what i mean and that would be chelsea and kwame chelsea and um, kwame, yeah but see i don't think chelsea is that pretty there's just something about her like i've seen that woman before like and i just i don't get anything womanly from her i don't get anything like serving me lady from her like she talked about how sore her vagina was after having sex <laughs> kwame. we'll see and that's wrong. I think I, I think that's why it's gonna work. I think it's why it's gonna work is because they they have a sexual attraction towards each other that it's just like, and I think that that there is a big okay sexual he's attraction. Into Micah though, he's into yeah, right now. Now he is because now he's like seeing her. You know what I mean? But yeah. like the the whole thing is though is when you have the emotional connection and everything, and then when you come out of there. And I think it was very telling as like the couples, like when they saw each other, like when when um, when Tiffany and Brett saw each other, when he hugged her, like they craved each other the first time they saw each other. Like when he hugged her, he was holding her and was just like like just smelling her and just kind of like it was all into her. You know what I mean? And the same thing happened with Chelsea and Kwame, like when when she came over in that like little pink bandage dress and he was like he was feeling her. You know what I mean? Like. You can see that there was something there. And then you have like the one couple. Um, oh my God. And now I can't. It's, it's Zach and Irina. Yes. And Irina they, is the bitch of the season. She's evil. She's mean. And she's not pretty she's enough mean. to be that mean. And she's that's been so mean since to say. That is one, so though. mean to say. Yeah. No, it's not me to say. Remember, they were like, they were like, um, has anyone ever told you you look like Megan Fox? Fox? I'm like, no, sis looks like fucking a fat Megan Fox that needs to do a proactive commercial. Okay, sis, I can see all your bumps and blemishes. Girl, you need to know that you're shooting on HDTV for Netflix. Clear that fucking skin up. Like, oh my God. These, I, are, these are not the like, thoughts of Bald and Bingeable <laughs> or D'Angelo Incorporated. I did not say this. <laughs> I, I think. Everybody is beautiful in their own way, but the way she's not pretty at all. I'm sorry, but the way that Zach, like the way that they, she just, it was like she was wearing one of those bungee cords. You know what I mean? And like when you try to like run and it tries to pull you back, you know what I mean? 
it was yeah. very much like that when she was going towards him like there was a bungee cord on her back that was just pulling her back because she did not want to go towards him he was not what she was expecting yeah. and i'm sorry when he sang at her i would have been like no i'm done you can't sing don't do this i can't live <laughs> my life acting pretending like you can sing you know what yeah, i mean that was that was a lot the singing like i get where his like heart was but he didn't need to sing it he could have just like you know wrote it in a poem and gave it to her oh, but i mean cool. it, it made it made for great tv i will say this though i think that everyone too is being really mean about Zach. Like when I, like, I don't think Zach's a bad looking guy by any means, but all the girls are being really mean to him. And they're all being like, Zach is like weird. That one girl was all like, he needs to stay away from me at six feet all times. And I was like, that is so fucking rude. Like, I mean, I know when I just she said, said, when she said that she hates when he touches her. Oh my God. And I'm like, like, and I was like, so you're on here for the show now. Like you, like this you can is, see that absolutely yeah, like 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 girl pull your ripcord now because now you're looking so terrible like like she, she looks like, awful she should have just been honest from day one right because if you're here to find love i get it everyone wants their reality tv fan but you're, you're supposed to be here to find love so if it wasn't working for you the first day you should have like had the balls to own that and be like you know what this isn't gonna work and not drag it out. But what, was it Jack? Was it Jackie that was crying because she had to make her decision between the two guys and the girls and and yes. like and they were being all mean and they were like 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 uh overhearing it and they were just like not there was not an, an ounce right. of empathy or sympathy within them. Yeah, and so I think that's what it was with Jackie though too, right? Because Jackie picked the wrong guy though too, and you can see that because the guy is too nice for her, right? And she's like, I'm used to dating like these like rough kind of. Oh, you guys. mean Jackie and Marshall? You mean so? Yeah, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie yeah. is one of those girls who. Okay, I think we all went to high school and middle school with one of these girls. We went to school with fucking Jackie for sure. Yeah, <laughs> she was the most beautiful girl who just effortlessly beautiful had this big mane of hair you know what i mean like all this hair all this beauty she's one of those people who walks in the room everybody notices her and she got a barrel of problems you know what i mean like she's just so many problems got a barrel of problems that kind of keep her pumping and she needs somebody who can take that on. And I don't feel like Marshall completely. He's like in a he's in he's in a boat with no paddles. You know what I mean? Like he is very yeah. much like she is all consuming and he is going to get completely swept up. He's a very nice guy. He is very cute. He is just not her guy. Not at all. I mean, and like, she wa- and she wanted something different, which that's great. But like, if you knew your heart wanted something else, you should have went with what your heart was telling you. It would. She came out in that like brown, clingy, you know, satin dress and just looked like she looked like sex. You know what I mean? Like he was so excited, you know, like yeah. that he got that he got this girl. But like. I mean, red flag when she's like, when she has her breakdown and she's crying in the bathroom and everything. And it's just like, ooh, what are you going to do? Like, what did you get yourself into? Yeah. And he's very, um, like I said, he's very calm and serene and in touch with his feelings. So he's willing to see the good in any situation and trying to get there. 
Um, but it's just not unfortunately for him and her, I think. So, and we get to see that hopefully coming up because they show the scenes with the other guy that she was supposed to pick. And then same right with Zach leading Bliss at the cafe because that's never happened before in the history of the show um, where someone didn't pick the person and then met them and was like, hey, I think I fucked up. So, and he should have picked Bliss from the beginning because Bliss made him cupcakes for his birthday. Irina didn't do anything for you except try to get a candle from Bliss to give to you to make you feel special. And Bliss is like, no, fuck you, girl. Like, you're on your own, okay? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Bliss didn't end up with anybody, did she? No. She didn't end up with anybody because she wanted Zach. So, yeah. Okay. And Bliss is really pretty. I will say that Bliss, Jackie, and Tiffany are the prettiest of the girls there. Other than the other girls, I just don't like. The reason why I don't think the other girls are pretty like Jackie is because of her attitude, right? Like all the baggage that she brings with her. Like I don't, I, I it's hard to get invested in that. So see, no, I think Jackie's beautiful. And the thing is, I just think that there's like something dark there. Like that whole thing is like, it, does she got a parent in jail? Like, like, or you know what I mean? Like, what is going on? Yeah. The one yeah. who I find like when i look at her i always feel like she looks she looks like a tiktok meme is um <laughs> is micah like oh, the blonde she just like yeah. she, she looks like a tiktok filter like that's what her face looks like and like yeah. and she got with one of the cute boys and the way that she treats him too like she is she doesn't want him at all no and he's actually really cute that guy actually he's just really he's too young I would say for my taste, um, mm-hmm. but he's handsome. So yeah, out of him and Brett, I think are the most handsome of the guys. So. Yeah, I'm just waiting to see like, you know, what's going to happen and which ones are going to be gay. No, um, <laughs> just, uh, Marshall does give me a little bit of a gay vibe. I'm just saying. Um, a little bit. Oh my God, can we do a love is blind gay? And we were just like, no, I don't think that would ever happen. No, because everybody in the, the the villa would just be fucking. Like it would just, they be, would just like, be fucking. They would really have to seclude everyone. It would have they... to be the circle. <laughs> it would have to be the circle. Yeah. <laughs> like it would be the circle. <laughs> the circle meets love is blind. So everybody's living in their own apartment and then they're all just dating, you know what yeah. I mean? Through the walls. Yeah. And then eventually yeah. they start pairing up. But they can't. Like this, it would never work because it's just like, oh, what am I doing? I'm gonna go fuck this guy in my my villa. You know what I mean? Like, like right, yeah, he's he's right there, and that's yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> like I found I found somebody available right here. Okay, um, <laughs> as as we're pumping through here of, of these shows, I'm gonna sidetrack real quickly. Have you watched Milf Manor at all? <laughs> Milf Manor, no, that's not On the one. TLC. That Dan- no, I was gonna say it's not okay. the one that Stormy Daniels is doing. No. Stormy Daniels is doing for the love of Dilfs. Yeah, right? she's doing for the love of Dilfs, and so okay, okay. Milf Manor is on TLC. I went into it a couple weeks ago here when I was doing a solo episode. Okay, there's only nine episodes. I finished it. Um, Nelson, it's on. Mm. You should just watch it, like especially because I think. <laughs> Because your boyfriend has cable, so you could totally use his login. So yeah, and just absolutely, 100%. Use, use it for TL, <laughs> use it for TLC Go, and like and TLC Go Two is a trip because it's a lot of shows that I'm really scared of, like my like Thousand Pound Sisters, Thousand Pound Friends, stuff like that. Like <laughs> I, I could see you and me becoming those two eating people and becoming a Thousand Pound Brothers, and then we would just have to like do it away with ourselves. Um, <laughs> 
but anyways, not being like it's not a bad or a good thing to be small or big. But anyways, um, <laughs> like so, Milf Manor, <laughs> Milf Manor. The very first episodes, right, is that the all these these women, these beautiful milfs, right? They're all showing up at this villa, and they're all showing up because they are going to be there for like love you know what i mean and they're thinking it's going to be like a bachelor in paradise situation where it's a bunch of women a bunch of guys they're going to get together and everybody's going to date back and forth and then figure it out right um so all these women as they're meeting and the editors do something really nasty to these women is that when they're in their confessionals they light them really badly so they show them really <laughs> they show them as old as they really are even oh God, that's even though but when, <laughs> but when these women are like being filmed just like in the sun and, and that kind of thing they're beautiful right and yeah. a lot they got stacked bodies whatnot you know it's just you know you can tell like in the face that some of these women are a little bit older you know and they can just there's just regular things that happen to to you so if you weren't noticing, you know what I mean? You probably would be like, oh, this woman is like in her 30s. And all of a sudden you realize she's in her 40s or 50s. It's just, it's what it is. I don't know. I think I'm flirting with really, really disaster the way that I'm using my words right now. So I'm just going to kind of get out of this. But anyways. <laughs> um, so anyways, so all these women are like all showing up. And like, one is like this like Steven Tyler rocker kind of chick, you know, named April. And there's this other woman named kelly and she's like an oc blonde mom you know her she's like beautiful stacked woman her daughter and her go to vegas together that kind of thing you know um so there's all these things so these women are like okay we're gonna meet these guys so then they go to meet the guys right and they open the wall and the guys are standing there and the women all realize it's their sons so oh, now man. they're in like this dating show competition as their sons are dating the other women in the house and the women are all dating the sons. The oh, show, God. the show I think would have put out real, <laughs> real like quality relationships if the guys would have been a little bit older. But some of these guys are as old as like 20 dating like 60 year old women. It's not going to work. We know it's never going to yeah. work because it's, it's like way too young. But if these guys were like, if these guys were like 26, 27, I can see them getting with an older person and it working out. But yeah. The challenges that they make them do are so crazy. Like there's a challenge where all the women are laying face down um, on these massage tables <laughs> and they have to get massages by all the boys and the boys have to guess which one was their mom, right? Like, like their uh, biological mother or their like yes milk their biological mom <laughs> no their biological mother like the guys are blindfolded and they're told okay give this give this woman a massage on her back and he doesn't know if it's his mom or not right oh my and God, like and is, he and he has to bad. guess that his is mom. opening up a whole new can of worms right there i need to call CBS Bro, now. one of the <laughs> very one of the very last challenges is the girls and the, like the guys have to go through all this underwear and find which pieces of underwear belong to their mother and the oh women and the women have to do the same thing and you can totally tell which women too because she's like these are my son's underwear because i bought them you know what i mean like she knew like like that's how they knew and then these guys are like oh. okay well some some of the boys are like well i know this is my mom's underwear because you know she's like a 46d you know that kind of thing like they oh my god that but, is a car crash that's waiting to happen like girl the one of the cuter boys from the whole thing 
excuse me. Sorry for the cough. Um, <laughs> one of the cuter boys from the whole thing is like, a, like a he's like a stripper and has like this whole like bravado about him, and his mother, um, is like the most desperate out of all the moms because she's like the not she's not as cute as all the other moms, you know, and yeah. she, and she's got some real baggage you can tell. Um, <laughs> and her son, right, is like. I don't connect with any of these women. I don't want to be here any longer. These women are old. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's, he's basically saying that, but in a nicer way. And she was like, just stay. Cause I want to stay. You know what I mean? And that's basically what she's saying, but it is so crazy. Um, at the end, three of the, three of the couples, potentially they end up, you know, saying that they want to be together and they do choose each other. Um, and it's the three hottest moms too, the ones who, you know, kind of have the, you know, have, have the guys at the end, but it's a trip. It's a whole thing. It's called MILF Manor. Look for it. Um, TLC. it's what it's, yeah, it's on TLC. <laughs> it's, it, it is absolutely wild. These guys, I think Phil, I think your boyfriend would just completely like, be like, what the fuck is this? And then he'd watch, he'd watch every episode because it's like how I did. Cause I was just like completely appalled. Okay. Let me see what else we have on my notes for today. I so, cause we sidelined. Yes. Yeah, no, so we talked, we talked about some love is blind. Are you watching the real housewives ultimate girls trip at all? I did not get a chance to watch it. I see the little clips here and there. Um, I never really get into the girls' trips because, one, I think they parallel the girls wrong. But this season seems great, so I want to get into it. This one's good, and the only problem, like, well, it's not a problem because they ended up getting an all-star all-star, you know? Um, yeah. they, because they got Portia Williams on this. Was It was, yeah. supposed, to, it was supposed to be a best friends trip. So, oh. it, so it was Whitney and Heather, um, Marisol and Alexis, and yeah, but then you have Giselle and who else came from Potomac? G Giselle, Giselle and Candace. And yeah, so they're not best friends, though. They're not best friends. <laughs> because Robin had an issue and couldn't leave the country or something. And so oh, okay. or, or Robin got COVID or something like that. So that's why she couldn't go. And then it was supposed yeah. to be it was supposed to be Leah and Tinsley. And then Tinsley. It was supposed to be Tinsley, yeah. Tinsley yeah. And, and Tinsley had an issue, so they got Portia. So then it no longer became like best friendship. It just became an ultimate girls trip, but with a bunch of Well, couples. yeah, even then they had Heather and Whitney. And before Heather and Whitney filmed, they weren't best friends, right? Because they're cousins and everything was bad. But before they probably signed their contracts, they were. Well, so. it was supposed to be like duos. Well, the thing was is um what you find out in the very first episode is that this is like fresh off shooting housewives. They haven't shot the um, they're done shooting the regular season. Like Jen Shaw has just pled guilty, but the girls yeah. have not, but the girls had not shot the reunion yet. So it's yeah. in a, it's in a weird spot for Heather and, and, and Whitney and Whitney in this. Um, yeah. And the thing is, is and you're kind of seeing how sweaty Whitney really is about or not Whitney, how sweaty Heather <laughs> is with the whole fame game. But for any of these women to say like, Heather, you're just in this to be famous. It's like, bitch, you all are on the housewives to be famous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't don't hurt her for that. Like, there's other things yeah. to hurt other gay for. But I mean. The great thing about it that you're gonna love is that Potomac girls are on there, Giselle and in, in Candace, you know. Candy ass, candy ass. Yeah. <laughs> and you also have Portia 
And these are three women who have always talked about what was going on on the show. So they yeah. they bring up the 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 moment that they meet Heather. They're like, so what was going on with Jennifer? And why did you think that she wasn't <laughs> wasn't guilty? And why did you stand by? Her? I mean, like they go in and you can see, too. The other thing that you're going to love about this season of, of Ultimate Girls Trip um, is you can see the complete divide between the girls who know how to play chess and the ones who know how to play checkers because yeah. the new, the new girls are so out of their depth. Like the girls who have only been on like a couple seasons, you know, like your Leah, like Leah can't hold a candle to Alexis and Mighty Soul, you know, even though that their show just came back, but those are women who've had six seasons of housewives under their belts. So yeah. they know how to talk about something, bring it up, flip it around. Giselle is the queen of it. Portia knows how. So like Whitney and Heather and Leah, you can just tell like, oh shit, we don't know what we just signed up for. You can just see it on them the whole entire yeah, time. They just thought they were going to get a nice trip to Thailand. Like oh, they really <laughs> did. And then they just got it completely got like fucked over in this whole situation. It's insane. <laughs> um, but I completely love. Okay. Do you have any recommendations for the listeners today for something they should be watching, consuming, listening to, whatnot? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, fourth se- uh, season of Succession just came back. It is their final season. Um, I love this show so much. I got caught into watching it because, you know, just watching the Emmys one year and they were winning tons of awards. And I was like, let me see what this show is about. And I love it. The acting is great. The writing is amazing. They shoot on location. Like you feel like, cause it's about, you know, a terrible family that has lots of money. Um, mm-hmm. And HBO does it, you know, cause HBO takes you on location. Like they spare no, expense putting this show together but it's this it's so great i love it so much they've only dropped one episode um, but it's really well, they're gonna good. savor this because they are like right now all their shows yeah. are doing well but everything's like in hiatus and i have a friend who's actually in the new ep- new se- season of euphoria and it. It, they're sh- <laughs> they're shooting may and june so it's like we're not getting that for a little while still too because it's yeah hasn't even been done so anyways because they're taking uh, their time like i'm a big fan of that take your time do the things that need to be done um doing great expectations which i was up late one night because i took a nap too long one day so i was just let me watch this and it'll bore me and i'll fall asleep i thought it would and it didn't actually the first episode was really hard to get through um olivia coleman's on it um so it's basically about the book i never read the book in high school because we weren't allowed not we weren't allowed it just wasn't on our syllabus so i don't really remember or really know what it's about to be honest um so the first episode's super kind of hard to get through because it's taking you through like the origin and like where the boy is and like the family and stuff so it's not really to like the second episode that you get into the more fun stuff with olivia coleman and training this boy to become the gentleman because that's what he wants to do is become a gentleman um so it's very period pc it's not like new but they did choose to do colorblind casting so like the girl that's playing estella is as a black girl you know because in the story it's this old lady adopted this woman to be her daughter right so she could yeah have mrs havisham and whatnot yeah um, so she could have adopted anyone so it's great the acting's great it's really pretty um it's what network is really on? liking it's on hulu actually 
and they've dropped two episodes already, which is great. So it's a good little um, show, I would say, to get into. And then we just did Yellow Jackets because we were bored. And I liked it, but Phil didn't like it. And I think I will watch the second season because they just came out with the second season. So I just got all through of the first season. I've tried to get into Yellow Jackets twice, and I'm going to try one more time because I've like... I just I I get bored in the first like two episodes and I just keep on trying to watch it so I need to try it again so but I will listen to you about great quotations I do love how yes. like like Hulu does hit you with like a good period piece like the great or like harlots and that kind of shit so maybe I'll check that out yeah. um I don't know you guys today I've already told you guys what I've been watching because like love of Bl- <laughs> was blind like took over my whole entire weekend and yes. um I've been watching Milf Manor I started Succession finally, so I am taking you up on that. So I'm like, I'm four episodes into the first season. I'm hoping that like more and more things happen, but I am enjoying it thus far. Um, So there's that. Okay. And then final segment of the the episode is your crushes of the week, your person, your place, and your thing. What are you feeling? (laughs) Well, I'm definitely feeling the men of Succession. <laughs> I can't. Uh, what is <laughs> Jeremy Strong? He plays Kendall Roy. He's so great. He's on the cover of GQ this month. He looks amazing on it. I'm not particularly attracted to the way that he looks. It's the the character that he plays on the show. Is just- Does it get better? Because the first season, I'm already like, ugh. Like uh, when he's no, like, like I'm just I'm like I'm literally in like four like fourth episode like he's just you know when he's trying to like save the company and the dad is like you know just waking up he, he dad put on a sock um and I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not like loving him yet so I have to like get into him still they're all terrible people you're gonna hate all of them but it's just the way that the dialogue moves that it makes it very specific to the show it's like you know how Shonda Rhimes when they did um scandal how you know we talk about scandalizing the episode they have that very specific way that they talk that makes their show so special to them well, it was like and gossip girl which rest in yes. peace yes rest in peace gossip girl oh my god <laughs> i'm still sad i'm still so sad yeah. um and then yeah i'm still like in love with travis kelsey you know from kansas city Chiefs because he's just so handsome and he dresses so well and we're loving what's his face um well, what's your personal? Well, yeah, we love Pascal. I mean, that's he's like a corner of my show every week. But um, <laughs> who's your place in your thing? So, what's your place that you're in love with right now, currently? It's really hard for me to decide. I am just, you know, I am loving my place is that I love is the Bravo universe. <laughs> okay, love it. And then your thing. My thing, I'm like. Uh, I am very into what can I live without right now? I don't know. I'm very into sheet masks and eye masks because I'm old now and I need to take better care of my skin than I already do. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel great because but it makes my boyfriend feel weird and I wear them around him. He's like, you're weird. And I'm like, I know. Because <laughs> you're wearing somebody else's skin. wearing <laughs> <laughs> somebody else's to make my I'm like Kathy Bates in American Horror Story just rubbing blood on my face <laughs> I'm gonna be young <laughs> I'm gonna be young okay my person <laughs> my place and my thing um and I had a person written down but the thing is is I'm gonna use right now 
we're gonna go Jeff Probst because I'm back into Survivor this season. Um, Jesus Christ, it's so fucking good, Nelson. The season of Survivor is so good. Last week, it had one of the best um, elimination ceremonies. A girl went home with what she thought was a real idol in her pocket, even though they had like tricked her. It's just, it's been full of all kinds of good ups and downs. And so Jeff Probst, even though he has that weird, like little ducktail going on right now in the back of his hair, I'm not loving that. <laughs> like all the rest is like, great. My, my place that I'm completely in love with has to be, oh my God, I don't know what I'm in love with. Maybe Mendocino Farms. <laughs> I was, I had like a really great Chinese chicken salad, Mama Chen's chicken salad over at Mendocino Farms the other day. So maybe I'll call that my place this week. That's my crush. Who is, who, who is Mama Chen though? Like, I need to know who this Mama Chen is. I don't know, but she made a chicken salad, a Chinese chicken salad, and it's at Mendocino Farms and it's great. Love and it. my <laughs> thing that I'm completely loving right now is the way my dogs feel, even though I do miss all of their because i have my little sheep dogs but yes. we, we got groomed today daddy's in the mm. hole like almost 300 but it's cool um <laughs> but like they feel so good and they want to be so cuddly because i think that you know they're cooler now and everything so that's like my thing is like my cuddly dogs so you guys thank you it. so much for tuning in to another episode of bald and bingeable thank you nelson for joining me at this midnight snack because <laughs> it, you guys it's past midnight right now so we both got to go to bed so thank yeah, you for okay. with me tonight I lots of cherry seven up and oatmeal chocolate chip cookies along the way so it's been good <laughs> i had cherry coke the other day like diet cherry coke the other day it oh. rocked my fucking socks okay girl yeah. like it was so good okay you guys we got to cut this off now i'm talking about snacks I gotta get myself <laughs> Okay. Love you guys. Good night from the lower level. Bye. Good night from the lower level.